Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, December 27, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The first thing we have is where we are. In time, we're in what I like to call the donut hole. The donut hole is that place between Christmas and New Year's where A, you get the bona fide Santa rally. We already had a Santa rally last week. We'll see if it will continue this week. Technically, the Santa rally is between Christmas and the first couple of days of January. The market's been up strong. We're going to talk about that in a moment. We'll see if it can continue. Right now, the market has finished at all-time new highs once again. In just five trading sessions, the SPY goes from about 452 all the way up over 477 like it was just butter. Now, price is certainly the absolute arbiter, but what we like to do is take a look around the horn and see if the other markets are confirming the new highs. Are my favorite market-leading indicators confirming new highs? We're trying to get a sense for if this is a broad-based rally or if it's something that is more prone to peter out sooner than later. We're going to take a look at some of those things in a few moments. Is anything specific or material jumping out at the daily chart other than the fact that it's at new highs? And the answer is no. At new highs, the trend is your friend. There is no what we call a point of reference to use as a resistance area at new highs. So what do we do? We wait for another sign or signal of a trend change. That's all we can do at new highs. Until that occurs, the market is in float mode in what I like to call no man's land. Maybe it floats up for another few days. Maybe it pulls back a little bit on our turnaround Tuesday or last turnaround Tuesday of 2021. Here's the number we have to watch out for. It's rather simple. We eclipsed this breakdown candle. The high is 472.87. It doesn't seem that close to current price. However, early this morning, it was right there. So what we'll say is coming back underneath that price and closing hourly and then daily below that price would be somewhat of a flare up in the air that maybe this was a fake out or a trap. But we're not going to say that now. We're just going to say... If they do that, then you have to watch out for something different. We don't anticipate things happening. We just report what is happening and what's the likely scenario going forward. So unless or until they come beneath that price from this breakdown candle high, 472.87, then they are continuing to push to new highs. They are in no man's land. There's nothing really stopping the bus until it gets to what the market will deem as another destination where it's not going to go any higher, but it's going to run into some kind of overhead resistance. The only thing we can do is wait for the market to signal back to us that it's reached that place in both price and time. And with that, we respect the new highs. Price is the absolute arbiter. We've been referencing the weekly chart each and every week, not necessarily every day, but usually at least one to two times per week, and we always said the same thing. 
The trend is your friend on the weekly chart. As long as they stay above all those moving averages, they run a test of the 20-period moving average a couple of times. They bounced off of it. There's nothing wrong until or unless they begin closing weekly below the 20-period moving average. Looked like they were going to do it once. Looked like they were going to do it twice. They went the other way. Here we are at new highs once again. It's been quite the run in 2021. There's not much to discuss on the intraday charts, the 240, the 120. Everything's at a new high, so we can skip over that exercise. What about inside the numbers today? Did we have any activity inside the numbers today? Will there be any further activity during this week for inside the numbers? We're going to be here in uniform, ready to go each and every day. And here's the bottom line. Usually it's going to be, at least for the remainder of this week, more of a morning type of thing, first hour of the day. Things quiet down after that, and you get into a floater type of situation on very light volume. It's quiet markets. You have what we call a lack of participation. And within a lack of participation, it begets more lack of participation. If other traders believe that other traders are not trading, they tend to shy away from the market, don't want to participate in a less than active tape or full complement of players. But nevertheless, we did have some activity. I'm going to run through the commentary, let you read it. I'm not even going to read any of it out to you. The reason is the market pushed to new highs. It kept going. There was nothing from a trading perspective we could do with a tape like that. We've been here before. It will change in the near term. For now, we just let them go. If they're going to go to new highs, we just focus our attention elsewhere. We did have the elsewhere. We're going to circle back to stocks on the move once I finish with this commentary because we did have a couple hit their numbers today. What I urge you to do is read the commentary, go back to the charts, double check the work. There are always learning opportunities in the commentary. Much to my surprise, we had three stocks on the move today. I didn't even think we'd get any coming into the day. We had RCL, we had CCL, which is Carnival Cruise, and we had UAL, which is United Airlines. UAL didn't hit its number, it's off the board. However, the two cruise lines did, Royal and Carnival. Numbers on the board bright and early, around zero dark 30. Pretty simple equation. The first one we'll look at is a five-minute chart of Carnival. You can see what happened here. The stock closed the prior trading day, the end of last week, 2120, getting somewhat of a buzz cut at the open. 2028 was my number, came into the number, spiked it by a little bit, immediately turned around, went back in the other direction, provided the base hit, the double, whatever traders wanted to take out of the trade. Almost went up a full dollar on a stock like this, that's almost 5%. The second one on the board, Royal Caribbean. Same chart, same routine, 76.28 is the number. They came into it, they spiked it, they turned around, went back in the other direction just as prescribed, another base hit, double, whatever the trader wanted to take out of the trade was available. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame and stocks are headed to a destination. They run tests. They run tests of important spots. They don't all get to important spots that they want to test every single day, but when we can identify a stock that's on its way to an important destination to run one of those tests, we can take advantage of that situation by simply hopping on board. 
we're letting the test administrator provide the base hit. Now, before we move on to the other markets that we cover, I'm going to take a little bit of a detour. We have a little bit of extra time, so let's use it wisely. Remember the RSP. This is the equal weight S&P index. That means that each and every stock in this particular index has an equal weighting unlike the SPY that's top heavy weighted in the top stocks in the index. Same thing with the Qs. However, the RSP is equal weight and we want to take a peek over there and I'm going to explain why in a moment. It's not at new highs. Is that a red flag? It's not really a red flag and this isn't to say they won't make new highs even this week, maybe tomorrow or later this week. However, what we do want to notice is the fact that it's not at new highs tells us that the rally is not necessarily as broad-based as it would be if this was already clicking off at new highs. Again, doesn't really mean anything that can affect a trade or affect what the market's going to do tomorrow or the next day. It's information that we like to know. We need to look around the horn. We need to get the big picture of the market and things that are supposed to happen aren't necessarily as important as other things that we think maybe should be happening but aren't happening. I think the RSP falls into one of those categories of why isn't it at new highs? So I'm not doing anything with that information. I'm calling it a small puzzle piece and I'm putting it on the table. But wait, there's more. If the SPY is at new highs, it would normally lend itself to the belief that the top stocks in that index are pushing the index to new highs. Let's find out. Apple, almost but not yet at a new high. That's the top weighted stock in the SPY. Accounts for about 6%, slightly below that. Microsoft, number two on the board, about 5.5%. Not at new highs. That's interesting. Amazon, not close to new highs. In fact, Amazon is struggling on the daily chart. It's struggling to maintain price above those moving averages. That's a bit of a red flag. Shouldn't Amazon be rallying with the holiday season? Everybody buying as much stuff as they bought. The report this morning was that retail sales were up about 8%, I believe. Where's Amazon participating? Facebook was struggling a little bit, trying to break back up the last moving average. In addition to these pivots over here, Struggling a little bit, nowhere near the all-time highs. Big day today, when I said struggling a little bit, I mean in the bigger picture, big day today up over 3%, almost 11 bucks. Alphabet or Google, not at new highs. Not bad on the chart, above all the moving averages in the uptrend, but not at new highs. It's just interesting when we see the SPY at new highs, you would expect to see a whole plethora of stocks at new highs. Berkshire Hathaway. Not at new highs. It's close, but not there. Tesla, close, but not there. NVIDIA, one of the monster stocks. Not at new highs. JP Morgan, number 10 on the list of the top holdings in the SPY, below all the moving averages, nowhere near the all-time highs. Pretty interesting stuff. If a person were to own the SPY, they would certainly be at new highs. If a person owned a basket of stocks, not necessarily. It's important to pay attention to what's going on underneath or within the indices. 
not just look at the indice and say, hey, the market's at a new high. Just because three letters are at a new high doesn't necessarily mean everything's at a new high. Case in point, back to the IWM. Now, we've said that they're going to try and get into those moving averages, two and a quarter. Here they are. They're not quite at two and a quarter yet, but they're almost at two and a quarter. Not a lot of people were believers down at 214, 215 when we were talking about two and a quarter. This is a better chart to get a better sense from a longer picture or longer term perspective what's going on. Maybe they finish above the moving averages this week. Maybe they don't. But that's going to be an interesting telltale sign one way or the other. Do they finish the year in an uptrend above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend, or do they struggle on the weekly chart in the last week of the year? Be interesting to find out. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley? The Q people. Not to leave out the annex in Austin. Not at new highs, but close to new highs. If we get a rally for the rest of the week into the end of the year, you'll likely find the Qs at new all-time highs. Does what happens in the last week of the year have an enormous bearing on what happens in the following year? And the answer is, not at all. It is hard to see that this thing wouldn't basically go out somewhere near, if not all-time highs at the end of the year. We're too close. Nobody's watching. We'll see if we have some fees at the end of the year. There's certainly an opportunity for a piece of news to pull the rug out a little bit. But all in all, we shouldn't expect much in the way of price movement or downward volatility between now and the end of the week. Could happen. Our expectation is for more of a floater situation. I went out of my normal order, so we're circling back to the folks down at the transportation department. We talked about 16300 last week. They got there, closed above. What's the next price on the docket? Well, you have a pivot high here. That comes in at around 16.6, and then if they eclipse that, it opens the door to fill this gap up here. That gap would officially be 16.826 and change. Here's the weekly chart, and we have to be aware of something. So a pullback into the 20-period moving average from making a new high, essentially, this is a bullish pattern. You want to call it a flag, a wedge, call it whatever you want. This is a bullish pattern that will generally break to the upside and release that energy that was built up eating time off the clock for the last couple of months. What causes something like this to fail? Getting below those moving averages. That's it. The XLF, the financials, above all the moving averages, trend is your friend, you know the story. That was the weekly chart. We're back to the daily chart. What are they doing now? They're challenging the breakdown candle, and they're also challenging or will challenge the gap that's just above that breakdown candle and into this 50-period moving average, 39.5, get above that. If they continue going into this end of the week, end of the year, they'll fill the gap up above 40. We've been talking about that for quite some time. Good old smash mouth. Not at new highs yet, but a tremendous day, up almost 9 bucks, almost 3%. Got right through this breakdown candle high like it was butter. Right now, across the markets, we have what's called a seller's strike. Without sellers, it's a one-way tape. Right now, it's a one-way tape until it's not. We're going to cut it short here today. It's everything I needed to or wanted to discuss 
It's a holiday week. We want to keep sharp with the market. We want to keep up with the market, but we don't have to make stuff up as we go along. We're just going to report the facts and move on. If the market heats up, we'll cover it. If it stays quiet, we'll cover it just the same. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. True and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.